Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Bosky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. Worried, what are you worried about these days? I worry about a lot. Like I really what? like your hat. Oh, thank I'm you. I'm just going to start up with yeah, that. Yeah, you can talk Thanks. about his hat. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing a Lakers hat. I mm-hmm. feel safer here today. That's great. Dope. Not well, like... Other days? Yeah. That's fair. Why do these guys get down on you for being a Lakers fan? Yeah. Damn. Isn't us so much as it people on Twitter? People on Twitter wow. are not that bad, to be honest. Okay, so are that, we? who's that's worse? Not a, that's not an, an invitation, though. or people on Twitter? I mean you, because okay. I have to look at you face to face, whereas Twitter, I can just be like, yeah. I'm not going to look at that. That's true. And you're also, they're not tweeting at you directly. They're tweeting to the Culture Kings podcast Right, because I don't have Twitter intentionally. That is correct. That is correct. And oh, yeah. because you like human to human interaction, there's an emotional connection. You are my friend. Mm. And so when you We're say, friends? We're <laughs> because somebody out here holding off on Laker tickets- well, over Thanksgiving, a very whoa. lonely Thanksgiving. Listen, for me. listen. I don't bring non-Laker fans. That's crazy. Yeah, you, you yeah. To, to Laker game. I'm sorry, I don't. You, you got to see the big baller who is Lonzo Ball. I saw him. Yeah, I went no. to a Laker game on Sunday. He went to the Laker game where they got blown out. Oh, and then, it's all good. birthday present. And then, it's and fine. then I couldn't look at him. Birthday Man, present. It's fine. They were wearing the you know the Sunday unis, the white ones, yeah, which are my favorite Lakers uniforms. Yeah. What's your matter. second favorite? Uh, the yellow. Mm-hmm. The the very very yellow yellow. I'm actually yellow I'm actually now. really feeling the black stripe. You Ooh, like the black stripe? I hate it. I thought I hated it, but now I think <laughs> I like it. It looks like it looks like I a, thought I hated it, and then I was like, wait. It looks like a high school team. J- I was type like, jersey, I was you know? like, I was like, look how slimming they are. Now I, I want to oh, say this about G Money because this is a very important thing to say about you mm-hmm. is you love the Ball family. I do. Like you, like so much so that you could continually convince us to try and go. To that, what high school is it again? Uh, Chino Hills, man. Chino Hills to go watch the Ball Brothers yes. play. Yes, I, I love, I, you know what's funny, you say that, I, I just finished the rest of uh, Ball and the Family today. <laughs> I was like, I went to sleep. At, I have so many questions. Yeah, hey, ask away. I'm a huge fan. He's, like, And this is like yeah. before Lonzo yeah. was on the Lakers. Like, this you've is, always been a Ball family this fan. Is before Lonzo was on the Lakers, this is when he was like a sophomore in high school. Then when he was a junior, he, another yep. brother came in. I was like, whoa, there's two light-skinned dudes on one team killing? Okay. <laughs> and then the senior year, I was like, there's three light-skinned brothers? Now their dad's crazy, big baller brand. This is tight. I'm all in. What do you yeah. think of? Okay, so I have several questions about yeah, this entire thing. What do you think of Melo going back to high school? I think I'm like, I'm. First of all, I'm like, how the fuck can you do that? You just you you can you cuss? Yes. Oh, okay. Because uh, um, like because he sold shoes. Like he's like okay, 15 at 15 he has like his like his first shoe out. Yeah. yeah. And you that literally makes you like uh, ineligible, ineligible yeah. for like professional high school or whatever. So now he's going back. I'm like okay, there's some loopholes that he did, but I guess it's it's uh, like a prep school. But um, I think it's awesome, and I can't wait for the game. Like, like uh, are you gonna go? Nah, they're, it's way out east. Like he's playing like Oak Hill on like December third or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is like the top. Ranked I team. love this. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's <laughs> like so he sad. is yeah. a huge fan of the Ball family. Yeah. Okay, it, what do you think of Denise? Denise, I think she's great. You know, I know they're having problems. I hope it's not as bad as like you know we all think it is. Like they're about to break up or something. But I heard they're already broken up. Damn. Yeah, I kind of heard that too. But I think I, I was watching one episode and she was like. 
she was like, yeah, you know, I really want this house and I wanted it like, um, but they, they denied us because, uh, you know, like of a dog or whatever. And she was like, damn, but you know, I wanted to buy it. It's what I want. And I was like, well, you know, what do you think about her cutting Lonzo's food? Cutting it? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, like, like she cuts it into pieces for him. Yeah. That's what's up. I mean, that's cool. She that's wants to trash. Why do you think it's trash? I'm like, Lonzo, cut your own food, bro. That's like, I think that she wanted to do that. I feel like she's like, I want to do it for you. Like, I love you. Like, you're my little guy. It's a little cute little young person thing to do. I have been in love. I never wanted to cut anybody's food. You never you want, cut well, your not, dog's food. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, if your dog had a big piece of meat, you'd cut it for her. I would chew it and feed it to her from my mouth. Disgusting. It's truly, yeah. white people and dogs are the most disgusting yeah, thing in the world. I did that. Ju- I, I would. I did that just for anger. Just okay. I just don't. I think the relationship with white people have with their dogs is disgusting and if white people cared about anything as much as they cared about their dogs Andrew there'd Gillum be kids who could read god yeah, damn it in who... fucking America okay but what do you okay, okay. Back, back, you know to, back to back to back to Zoe this is your last Lonzo Ball question I'm allowing oh, so why make it, make it a good oh, one come on, make ball. it a good one all right because yeah. well, Gerald because Gerald have... has so much knowledge and we're only using a, a small percentage of it yeah do you think his knee was actually messed up. Yeah, this I do. Summer. I think it was messed up. Um, I saw him go through the rehab process, and um, yeah, it was fucked up. And he, you know, he, this is his first year in the league, mm-hmm. and he's kind of skinny. He's injury prone. He's extremely skinny. Yeah, but he's he got he gained the weight. You know, mm-hmm. he's up like I don't know fifty more pounds. But I think it was fucked up. I don't think it was like you know the, them not trying to get traded. Even though I'm glad that stalled it because it's like yo play this guy with LeBron. He's the best point guard for LeBron James, and you know. <laughs> We're going far in the playoffs. So then I I don't want to stay in basketball too long because yeah, I can yeah. already hear the fans that hate basketball being oh, like, right. oh, God. But yeah. where are the Lakers at in courting, according to what you expected from them? Um, I mean, I expected it to be kind of a rocky Me start. Too. So mm-hmm. they're not like, you know. They're not below your yeah, expectations. They're not below my expectations. They're not exceeding them. But they're, they're – they're, they're doing okay. They're figuring it out. And LeBron yeah. James, every year in the beginning, it's always rough for his team. Sure. He's got to feel it out. He's got to make some trades. Yeah. He's got to, you know, fire a coach. You yeah. know, this, is, this is a LeBron James team. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You you're, know? Now you're feeding into Eggers. Right? I mean, these are he, things that I've he, always said. He called that the Lakers would fire Luke Walton yeah, and I hope the middle of the season. I hope I don't like him. Why don't you like him? He's not a good coach. He doesn't know. He like he kind of messes up. Uh, He's a player flow. development coach. Yeah, and he was there to, to get young players. Yeah, developed. His, ro- his rotations. Suck. They suck, and he's a power forward. He can't coach. <laughs> power forwards <laughs> can't coach. I love Are that. you you believe only point guards can coach? Yes. Power forwards can't. <laughs> he doesn't coach. even because know a lot plays. of the most famous coaches were point guards, exactly. right? Phil Jackson, Pat Riley. Yeah. Uh, um, I would even say Jason. I mean, Jason Kidd was pretty good in he's Milwaukee. He's a good coach, man. Yeah. He did that little cheap little thing where he pretended to pour the water on the ground. Oh yeah, like, to oh, get yo, the timeout. Like I act like you knocked the water out. Let me get the timeout. <laughs> I was like, I fuck with that. Okay, okay, J Kidd. I fully supported that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's cool. I was like, this is dirty, just like you. This is great. It's smart, yeah. It's smart, but yeah, that's yeah. consistency. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, G Money. Let's let's just get right into it. Yeah. Uh, uh, guys, welcome to Culture Kings. It's just me, Edgar. I'm talking to one of my longest friends here in Los Angeles. Yeah. We've been friends for a very, very long time. Why don't you tell them who you are and what you do? What's up? My name is Gerald Grissetti, and I am a comedian slash writer slash rapper slash rap fanatic. Mm-hmm. Um and I do improv and sketch comedy. I'm like a regular performer at the Upright Citizens Brigade. I'm an actor and stuff too. So, but you do a lot of 
comedy rapping. Yeah, but yeah. it's not like comedy rapping in terms of like what Lonely Island does. Like yeah. you've been working with Nerdus a lot, and you yeah. you guys have been doing these. What I find very fascinating. I mean, Nerdus is like a lot of nerd culture yeah. stuff. So when a very popular hip hop song comes out, they map it over a very popular comic yeah. book type event as yeah. well, right? Which is no, it's like it's it's like the they map the most popular song over like. The current movie that's about to come yeah. out, which is like genius. Shout yeah. to Andrew Bowser, man. That's, that's Andrew Bowser is a really smart. He's dude. Such a smart dude. Yeah, and it, I'm always like, oh shit, this is great. Like, what were, what were some of the ones? I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, you did um, uh, Bad and Bougie over yes. um Beauty and the Beast, which is yes. coming out. And yeah, you did Bad and Bougie at the time. Bad and Bougie was the most popping song, and I was uh, I was Lil Uzi's part, so I was yeah. just chip, and I was just like, yeah, yeah, I got a chip in my dome. I. <laughs> DJ's just watching Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really cool. um, yeah You also did uh, um, Icon by Jaden Smith yeah, that As was, the Black Panther Correct Yeah that was the most Popping one for yeah. sure Because it just It was the perfect time Like yeah. when I came in the booth They hit me up And I was like oh And, and then They had the video shot already Yeah And so I was like Okay this is pretty sick And I was rapping As the Black Panther you So know? you're never the actors In the video You're just nah, the rapper well, One time I did do the I was the actor Because I was in uh, The Lando It was a uh, Oh yeah, Star Wars came out. It was uh, and it was Lando doing. Um, fuck, what's that song? Uh, Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, but mm -hmm. funny story about that. And yeah. I feel like it could have blown up even more. They were gonna do This Is America, right? Which I think would have been fantastic. <sighs> they were so scared, and we we even did a cut of it. Like, it what was, do you think they were afraid of? They were afraid of like you know backlash. Of course, they were afraid of Billboard going Nerdist uh, makes light of a song about you know you know what was the what was the what was the uh, the target of oh, the yeah. sketch? Like, what was it? What was it? What, instead of This Is America, what was it gonna be it was, like? This is Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> don't get your act it was sick I was so excited I was like oh my god this is gonna go viral people I don't think that that's yes. I don't think that's like I don't think that's ignorant or like offensive I just think it's very nerdy yeah. which is what nerdist is they want they in the in the comments they're like well, this is Calrissian oh this is this is uh well, people scary. were commenting and they wanted yeah, that and then we had it too so you found that be a little bit disappointing I was disappointed but it came out dope it came out amazing the video was incredible yeah um, I liked it like, yeah, it isn't very I did think it was interesting that they picked such an old Childish Gambino song. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's like yeah. that song came out early college. Oh yeah, yeah. Seriously, I was like, well, I remember this when I was just discovering that this actor is the the rapper. Yeah, you're just oh, like, yeah. well, what's this actor doing? Yeah, rapping? exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think. I mean, I get where Bowser's coming from because Bowser himself is a white man, and Ernest is a very yeah. white. Yeah. I did the Millennial Falcon for them, oh, which nice. was like a a play on Millennium Falcon. Falcon. And I was uh, I was Lando, but I was a little Uzi Vert version of oh, Lando. Oh, that's, that's tight. But like, you could see that like there are people who are just like this is weird. Like, yeah, this is weird. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because they're trying to make this nerd st stuff very popular and c cross it with pop culture. But how do you do that in respects to both things? Yeah, that's true. Um, it, it's hard, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's hard. And these days, with like you know. I don't know, like shame culture or whatever you want to call it. Something, an organization could get, you know, shut down quick. Quick. You know, mm -hmm. with a fucking tweet that someone's offended, you know. And yeah. Thousands of retweets. That shit could just bomb, you know. The whole people be out of jobs. So, I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you get Bowser trying to cover in his ass. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, how do you feel working on those, like, videos and all that stuff as a sketch comedian? Like, do you ever, like, give them pitches or anything? Like, Whenever I do a video for someone else, I don't know if this is a dick thing, but like I turn off and I turn off my writer. Like I'm just like whatever they have, yeah. it's theirs. Like I try not to give 
any notes or any like I mean not yeah. notes. One of my like pitches are like I just shut down and I'm yeah. like especially like in an internet video because I've been in a couple of their videos where I'm just yeah. like hey, whatever you guys want to do, I do it. But, like, do you ever feel that push and need to, like, be like, well, I got this pitch for a joke. Like, have you ever pitched lyrics or anything like that? Yeah, like, I mean, in the the Black Panther one, they were kind of stuck it towards the end, and I was like, what's his dad's name? And, like, you know, added the son of Dachala and, you know, more in, like, a little, like, a couple bars. But when I first, it's funny, when I first uh, did uh, the first video I did with them, um, I was like, it was funny because I, I didn't know who they were. And yeah. I was like, all right, this is cool. This is going to be a little rap thing. They sent me the thing. Mm-hmm. And then the there was two two white dudes, and they're like, yeah, so you got to say, they said the cadence of the verse kind of wrong. They were like, yeah, uh, I forget. It was like, yeah, uh, hey, what? And I was like, no, nah, man, it's hey, what? Or it's like, I, yeah. I, you know, they were trying to tell me the cadence. I was like, no, nah, it doesn't, doesn't sound like that. Did you, you know? feel weird correcting them? I kind of, I didn't feel weird correcting them. I felt weird that they were telling me how to rap. <laughs> <laughs> I was like these two dudes, these two white guys. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I just because Bowser's like super, like uh, you know, like hey, I'm Bowser, I'm formal. Like, uh, just they didn't at the time they didn't seem like they were super like big rap fans, you know. And so yeah. I was like, all right, guys, let me, I got you. Trying like to, I'm the expert here, kind of, yeah, yeah. But then like as I got to know him, I was like, oh, these dudes are cool. Like they're then, cool, but that is an awkward thing they have to deal with on sets, especially when it's like yeah. white people asking. Like that's something I've run into a couple times, especially like being a writer, where like. They'll be like, yeah, well, let's do this and this. And I'm oh, like, yeah. oh, I mean, I don't want to, like, be out of turn, but yeah. this would never happen in a black space. Like, and stuff like that. Like, yeah. and it's kind of awkward because yeah. you are the employee and they're the employer. But. Yeah. But in a sense, I feel like they always get you there so you can say shit like that. Mm. You know? They right. kind of I mean, want you to be that, that person. That's how I feel sometimes that, mm-hmm. like, I'm always put in positions where it's like, so, yeah, this character... Maybe he comes home from church, you know, on Sunday. You know, like, yeah, yeah, that's how it is, man. You yeah, and yeah, like, they look at you like, yeah, they're like, oh, this character yeah. really likes chicken? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Right, Gerald? They uh, like chicken? Yeah, no, that's fucked up, man. That's, that's, okay, right, right, yeah. right, right. Thank you, Gerald. Here's yeah. $500. Yeah, thank, thanks. Can you bring me back, please? Yeah. No, it's funny. I did a, like a... a like I was like did punch up with like Mr. Pickles this yeah, on Adult Swim, Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. and um they <laughs> we pitched episodes and shit right and then for like 3 hours the rest like almost the rest of the time we were there for the day we just pitched on one character right yeah. and the dude had him drawn and everything he was like yeah so this character this is him right here and they I love the show I'm like a huge fan it's like I'm weird but yeah no I mean and, it's a very funny very dark show about yeah. a dog that Kind of murders people. You know, he doesn't kind of. He murders people and worships the devil. <laughs> a border collie who murders people and worships. It's fucking crazy. The animation's great. It's just awesome. Yeah, it's a very well animated show. Yeah, and so he he drew the guy, and he was like, yeah. And so they have the characters, like, all of them drawn, like, on the wall. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, this guy, he kind of kind of looks like Fred over there. And I was like, okay. And I just thought it was, like, a white guy. And then after- Because they're not colored in yet, right? They're just- No, they pe- were colored in, but it oh, was okay. like brown. But it was like, it wasn't like a black. I didn't think it was a black guy. I was like, uh-huh. it was like a brown, brownish white guy. Yeah. Whatever. And so we're pitching the whole time. And then afterwards, it's like, yeah, I think I'm thinking of putting your Tyler, the creator, as his voice and J.B. Smoove. And I was like, oh, he's black. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on, man. All right, so maybe he's like a black Muslim. Or, and yeah, I'm like, so I'm like, like okay. it changed how you <laughs> yeah. pitched on the character. Yeah, I was yeah. like, fuck, I wish I knew this like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Like, But yeah, so that's funny how that works. So you've been in a couple of rooms now, right? And you've been like you know working on stuff like yeah how how comfortable do you feel bringing your own humor into it and i ask you this because i know that you and i both went through like a big change in how our comedic voices played out because you and i were both 
on we were both on a team called Arcade Currency, yeah, which is a all black. Did you say were, dude? We are on a team. We are on Man, a team. Don't called, say were. He said were. <laughs> all right, we have a show on Saturday. <laughs> this will be out after that. Okay, but like. <laughs> We don't have like a. We used to have yeah. a show and yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, yes, we still do perform. We still perform all the time. We're regulars, bro. <laughs> Shit, we, we're uh, together, bro. We're still together. We still perform, but not as much as we used to. Yeah. But like, I remember like having a revolution one joining that team versus like I think you and I were both tokens on other teams, and For like sure. our style of humor didn't really come across as often. But like, yeah. kind of talk about like. How being in a space like arcade currency was just like now this is the shit that I really find funny yeah. and how do you translate that into being a room that most of the times isn't going to be very black? I know it's like it's freeing, you know, mm-hmm. being with a group of guys who like almost they think just like you and yeah. anything in any way you say something won't be perceived as like what the fuck did you just say? You could say yeah. yo open that door, sit down or some shit, you know, in a weird ass <laughs> goofy ass hood ass voice, yeah, and it won't be like yo. Like, cause sometimes when you get, you know, get that overly hood vibrato, yeah. you know, when you're in like a, on like a normal improv team, it's like, oh shit, it's a hood guy. Yeah. You know, everyone gets a little bit abrasive. Yeah. You know, and you're just like, but with arcade currency, it's like, oh, that's, that's John. He's, yeah. you know, the straight man in the scene or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting, but it's, it's like dope because we were able to, you know, we, both of us, I'm sure you're, you're uh, you feel the same way. We were able to like refine those voices that we have mm-hmm. and um just conf i felt like for me i was i'm able to now more confidently bring that shit in a room and be like mm-hmm. this is what you want this is what i'm giving you because this is who i am you know yeah and i'm i don't really give a fuck if you're not feeling it but that's it's validating sense. in yeah, a sense to is, like man. have a space where that yeah. kind of humor that you have always grown up with is it's, supported exactly it's yeah so validating because you're like it's because it's something you've all you know we've always wanted to do like be around a bunch of you know black comedians that do you know the shit i don't know um you know shit that we, we fuck with you know? yeah What's like, all right, I want to ask you this, and I don't want you to like, well, I want you to give me an honest answer. So you write sketch at UCB, right? And I think that uh, Jaquise and I are always coming from a performer's point of view. Yes, you are. Well, it should be like, no, 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 but it's true, right? Because like we're performing and it's a little bit different. But like how, how often do you find it difficult to pitch you're like wild because I know your mind, Gerald. And yeah. Arcade has written <laughs> sketches together before, and I know the very you know the dumb, point. dumb shit you've pitched before. Yeah, and it's wild that. shit. Like, how difficult do you find it to like pitch that kind of stuff? It's the most difficult thing I've ever experienced in my life, bro. Like, honestly, <laughs> like being like, you, you know what it is like. Like, tell me one that you've been try- that you tried to pitch and like how that went. I mean, my first uh, month on mod, I tried to pitch this thing. It wasn't even my pitch. I wrote it. It was called Trap Music Echo Guy, where it's just like the trap. It's like trap music. You know, how there's like the ad lib where it's like yeah go to the store store there's a guy basically i had a guy it's a guy sitting in, in the studio there's a there's just they just bring in this white guy for that and it's like hey yeah there's the artist and like come in echo guy do the ad libs on this first and he's like okay and they play the song and it's like mama uh store yeah and i just tried to pitch that and i went through all the things like i i recorded it i paid all this money in the studio and they're just like, nah, man, not this shit. They show. didn't understand it, yeah. Yeah, he was just like, I'm good. And then, but he had me bring it back, you know, a couple times. Did you times. get to do it? I didn't get to do it, man. Mm. So I was like, I need this. I don't know, but I just let it go. Somebody and now, I mean, go. I liked your first team, but now your team that you're on this time is a little bit more diverse in terms yeah. of the actors that you have available. Yeah, do you yeah. find it easier to get those sketches across? Yeah, I do, because uh, it's just, uh, because there are two actors of color, two black dudes, you know, mm-hmm. shouts to David and I and Day. Um, I, I can, 
in read throughs and things like that, things will come off and I won't have to like, you know, it was great. I had one, um, uh, uh, black girl. There's one black person, Trevina Springer, but mm-hmm. it's only she was only you know the only other black actor there. You know, yeah. So it's just like it's also I'm a black guy, so generally you kind of like write for yourself in mind, but you're also writing with the voices of these two writers, you know, and or two actors involved. So it's yeah. like easier to kind of like write sketches for like you know, uh, two black guys as opposed to one hundred percent one black girl. You know. And, I felt that a lot in the room that I was in in New nah, York. You, you spilled that shit. No, nah, I mean, it's going to be edited out, I promise. For real? Uh, uh, yeah, 100%. What about that Mr. Okay, fuck it. <laughs> Do you want that edited nah, out? I keep that shit. I want, them, I want them to know the clout. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want the clout. I want all the clout. I want all the clout tokens. I came for the clout. <laughs> uh, but, like, basically, like, it was, like, very validating to have someone like Io or even, like, the star of the show herself, uh, whose name I won't say, but... Like, when I would pitch something and everyone would be like, what? And then I would be like, no, that's true. Like, that's how it is. Like, yeah. you know, because she was also, like, not only was she also a black woman, but I'd say she was, like, an alt-black woman, like, sure. myself, like, where we, like, yeah. really liked alt-comedy and were very weird. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I would, like, pitch something and then I would be like, I totally get it. And, like, when we do table reads of our sketches, like you were saying, like, I could just give it to Io and know yeah, yeah. that Io would nail that line the yeah. way that I needed it to be nailed. Because sometimes you give it to, like, no shade, but you give it to a white person and they would say, like, oh, that's not how you're supposed to say it. You're yeah. like supposed to like pause right exactly. here or like you're yeah. supposed to like, you know, there's like, I'm saying yeah, with a little bit of energy, like, you know, exactly. and like, it's very hard to like, and I feel like I'm pretty sure women feel that same way where they give a guy a joke and the of guy, course. and it's like, this is not, if there was only a woman here who would understand how I say this joke. Of course, not only a woman, but a woman who's like, kind of just like you, like, yeah, you, it has you the know. same sensibilities. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, it's so important, you know? Now, you have a very controversial take, and I want to ask you about it, but I'll do it after the break. So we're back. Um, Gerald, I love you. I respect you. But we've had this argument for years. Yes. When it comes to hip-hop, okay. I think that you have some very insane opinions. And when it comes to your favorite rapper of all time, oh, this is not only do you think he's your... I, I would be more okay with it if you thought he was your favorite rapper of all time. Yeah. But you believe this man to be the greatest lyricist of all time, period. The greatest rapper to ever spit on a microphone. <laughs> so yeah. who is this person? And please go into a little bit of why you think that. And I and, and look, both producer Dan and Sophie are wow. leaned in right I, now waiting I, to hear this take. Okay. Wait, wait, but... Where where did you grow up before you give this? Oh, take? trust me, it doesn't affect it. It doesn't affect it. <laughs> it doesn't affect okay. it because Seattle, when you find out yeah. where from he's Seattle. from, he's from Seattle, Washington, and say this person's name. Uh, Lil Wayne. Oh my god. What? That's not even. I I don't. I'm yeah, not, yeah. I'm not shocked by this. No. Okay, that's greatest great. of all time. Greatest rapper of all time, and I know you know art is uh what subjective or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Is it objective? It's subjective. Yeah, subjective. Yeah. Art is subjective, but in Lil Wayne's case, I think it's mathematical. This doesn't bother me at all, Edgar. This is crazy. This is did crazy. Did you like the Carter Five? Um, yes, I did. I have to say that. So explain why you think he's the greatest of all time. This is what I think. We used I, to be at, like we used yeah. to be at Denny's, just like yelling at each other about yeah, this shit. I Everybody that shit too. I just it's funny with Kevin. Uh, but no, I, I think it's like it's a mathematical thing, like. People say Tupac is the greatest, but Tupac died at 25. Yeah. Okay. He didn't have time to become the greatest lyricist. Like we don't know what Tupac would have matured into. Exactly. We haven't seen Tupac's uh, uh, like when I'm too old and I'm still putting it in album. Exactly. And yeah. I think Lil Wayne started rapping at nine years old. Yes. And I think the way that he uses metaphors and similes. Yes. And 
because he has more flows than anybody, mm-hmm. rap flows, and because he uh, he he makes more songs and he has created more songs than any other rapper. Mm-hmm. And he started this new shit where people come out with albums and mixtapes like every week and every fucking day. Mm-hmm. Like he's the greatest rapper of all time because he is uh, put together more punchlines and better punchlines than any rapper or any other artist ever will and could. Yeah. And I think that shit is just math. <laughs> it's mathematical. So it's a numbers game to you. It is a numbers game, but it's also a quality game. Okay, but I disagree when it comes <sighs> to quality because Lil Wayne has put out some really ass verses, and like, and I feel like you like to forget the Lil Wayne in like the 2010s, the later 2010s when he was trying out his rock career, when he tried to get back into skateboarding. Yeah, he, when dude, okay, listen, you gotta understand 2010 though. Like, he, let's think about the song "Let It Rock." Let it rock. Yeah, I don't even, <laughs> shit. I don't even know about that shit. But see, that's the beauty of Lil Wayne. Yeah. Lil Wayne. Between, he gives you the good and the bad. Between one, two, three, four, we between all three of us, there's uh like a hundred songs each that we've never heard. We've all yes. individually never heard of Lil Wayne. That's yeah. the crazy. That, that's there's no other artist like that. Yeah. I feel like in the ever. But then again, I still think that you're arguing a quantity game over a quality no, game. No, dude, I can argue quality all day. Well, then let's argue quality. What's your favorite song? My favorite song by Lil Wayne is uh, Jesus. I feel I just three peat. I guess um, mm-hmm. that's that's not a good song. To, like I think uh, uh, to say your favorite, when you're like I'm a Lil Wayne fanatic. God damn it! I think uh, one of his best verses is in um, Demolition Part Two. See, not, see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, but hit it. Give and, me some. Give me some of the bars in that verse that you um, think are very impressive. And I, he said like, gangsta, and I don't even talk about it. Gangsta shit right in front. You need to walk around there. Let me. And he says like, okay, I, I got you. I got you. He goes, and I put my gun to your aunt Susie. I'll paint her. Blah. Ah, fuck. I was a long time. Okay, but, uh, but, yeah, I, but that's, he has like these really like I think that if you were to talk about greatest punchlines. If you're talking about greatest punchlines, I would agree with you. We're like, Lil Wayne, like, I always bring up the same yeah. one, right? Which is, well, yeah. shoot a nigga in his dying leg, tell him, catch, catch up, up like, like mayonnaise. Which is crazy. That's a crazy thing to say. Like, that's, but it's a great punchline, but I don't there know if that means amazing lyricist. Bro, it does mean amazing lyricist. It's but, wordplay and color and, like, you know, imagination. Like, <laughs> amazing, what are you talking about? When you talk lyricist, I think you're thinking of, like, yeah, do the shit for the people, the struggle. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bow, blow like a bubble. I'm talking about like just rap, like where it's just like I. You know I do. I like. would like that song. That's 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 truly a song that I would like. That fake song that you just came up. Yeah, with. Yeah. You okay? I'll make it. <laughs> but I mean, I just think it's hard. Like when there's a world where there's rappers like, and I know I over romanticize this rapper so much, but a world where there's rappers like Kendrick Lamar, where there's rappers like Who's the it? old Common, when there's rappers like Eminem, it's hard. Please. Eminem. It, Eminem, I, Eminem had and Eminem was great. He stopped being tight in two thousand. That's what I'm saying. You give other, you always call out other rappers for when they fell off, but you pretend like Lil Wayne's fall off wasn't as bad as it was. Bro, it it, it was it, it's not that bad. I mean, it was okay. I mean, okay. What about the song? What about his Carter Five? Right. Yeah. What about the song that he has with fucking Kendrick? I think his, I think Kendrick's. Mona we've Lisa. talked about this. We've talked about this. And it's Kendrick so pretty, Lamar's and verse lengthy. is. Better than not even Little close. Wayne's I also I think even... Kendrick Lamar has the best bar on that album. What is he? What? 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 He can, had, we, can we play it? Please. Uh, yeah, we can. Play oh it. my god, that would be dope. Play Lil Wayne's shit. Yeah. Yo, listen close, man. Okay, I'm listening. I see niggas in this bitch starting popping bottles, getting drunk with these bitches, and when they leave, they get follow, uh, fall asleep, 
with that bitch and really don't know much about her. Then she let us in, we take all of your shit. And when you wake up, she help you try to find it. I love it. I be with bitches, that be with bitches, that be with niggas with riches. I tell her, get him. She said, I got you. I said, I'm no, bitch. I said, get him. And they so pretty, and they had lifted. He hit it and sleep on her titties. And she give us the worry, come through with their cases. The stick up, she scream like a victim, like shit. you. Feeling so silly, I smoke color purple. I'm up in here feeling like silly. Holy shit. Ooh, nappy as okay, look. Well, what you say? Watch your mouth, Millie, but oh, Okay, listen. This is what I'm saying. All right, let's look. Okay. This is okay. He okay. You he's saying a whole lot of nothing. Listen, no, he's not. He's telling a story. He's telling a story to match with Kendrick's verse. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is the thing. This is the reason why he's the greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. Not only is he telling a story, but he's telling a story using the new that new cadence, the new triplet yeah, cadence. That's that's what that's, I didn't like about it. Dude, uh, is that that's he's hard. like I, I really hate when old rappers no. copy new rapper sound. Oh no. And I don't think he's doing a very good job with it either. He's doing a better job than anybody. Like, bro, he's telling a story and saying succinct mm -hmm. phrases and words and using metaphors that go, like... I mean, I heard... Like, there's a couple of... Listen, he's I'm not going to pretend like that. Like, that bitch's line was very, very cool, right? But, <laughs> like, uh, like I was just like, okay, that's very impressive. But besides that, I'm just like... Bro, he's telling a story about how... Was, I mean, it's fictional. It's like a story. It's literally yeah. a story about how him and his goons, like, get, you know, girls to, like, help them rob... Yeah, guys, right? But he's telling a story with that flow. You can literally, because it's so crazy, all you can do is go, I got that money, I got that trap, I got that, uh, I got that, that. You know, yeah. you can't be like, I sit in the window and look out. And, you know, that shit's hard. It's a very difficult thing to do. But then again, I think about the content and what he's saying, and is it that impressive? So let's go ahead and let's listen to Kendrick's verse. Please, let's listen to Andre 3 Fakes verse. Oh, wow. What? A carbon fucking. Ah. Every day she wake up with a different color makeup and a promise he could take her to the movie Louis in the mall. Chilling with the liquor on the floor, fourth quarter for a minute on the clock, black mama with the bow. Papa Rossi looking at I a mean, boat, popping up and take a picture. Uh, probably on the internet blog. In a minute, he's gonna so be a minute that he love her on his mother. No, Gerald. <laughs> It's like, okay, we can talk about the speed, right? Like, everyone always wants to talk about how on beat Kendrick Lamar is and how crazy that is. But I also think that we're not talking about the amount of images and the amount of ideas he's able to pack in while he's also on beat in this very crazy way. And, like, bro, that's what I'm hearing when I hear that. Bro, Lil Wayne had a million more ideas than him. <laughs> Why do you quantify fuck? that? He had a, not even a, dude, there was so much imagery with Lil Wayne's verse. That I, it, it, but it also, it we was also take, crazy and nonsensical, but it also related back to the subject of the song and where mm -hmm. he was trying to take you within the story. Sure. Kendrick's is but, just like, I'm Kendrick, I'm cool. Ha, 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 ha. I like Andre 3000. He's my I mean, daddy. I like the Kobe line. Yeah, the Kobe um, line's tight. But like, okay, like let's just say like you were to take both rappers' verses and then even look at the amount of words used per verse, right? And that's not a metric of how good it is. Yeah. But Kendrick is saying so many words there, and he's saying it on beat. And then also when you look at the words and you like read them, you're just like, my goodness, this is insane, bro. The story that he's telling. No. Versus when Wayne's like, I got woman in a box and a really. Cool. It's no, like, he's talking about girls. He's like, and they're so pretty, and they're so He hit it and sleep on it. Like, it's just, it's also fucked up. It's crazy, but it's like, he's I mean, we'll never agree character. on this. We've had this argument like, for years. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but a whole child has grown yeah. into like, uh, I would yeah. say like four or five years old yes, since we started sure. arguing this. A, a, a reading human being. Yeah. Yeah, a person who can <laughs> read, and we've been arguing about this shit, but I don't, fuck Kendrick, man. 
Really? Fuck no, Kendrick? Fuck I fuck with Kendrick, but I don't like. I'm just like not impressed. I'm like, you're not the greatest rapper of all time. No, you're I mean, not, um, you're it's LA very early. Shit. It's very early to give him that title, but yeah, I do Drake. think he's doing very interesting things with him. He's doing interesting things, but Drake's better. Way better. Drake is more marketable. Nah. Drake is a pop phenomenon. Ah. But I don't think Drake's a better rapper than Kendrick. I don't Drake's think you would say that. Drake's a phenomenal writer, too. Yeah, of course. He has very phenomenal writers on staff. Anybody who writes for Beyonce. Oh. You gotta act like rapping is not like writing a fucking movie. Or, yeah, I mean, or, it is. Yeah, you show, can have people right? coming and pitch. I hear that argument. As a writer, I mean, I'm of course. obviously it's Listen, like I get it. inside baseball. I get it. Fuck, no, but, it's not inside baseball. Right? But as a writer, there are things where like I've been like, hey, Anna, look over this. Yeah. And then Anna will be like, oh, it'll be funny if this happens. Exactly. And then when I go and I turn it in. What's a pitch? A pitch is a pitch. Bro. A pitch is a pitch, right? And yeah. we've pitched on each other. Like everyone's exactly. pitched on someone's stuff. Yes, man. Absolutely. Like, it doesn't matter. Rap. It, it doesn't mean that that doesn't take anything away. And I don't think. I think Drake writes hella shit. Drake is an impress. He wrote for Beyonce. Yeah. Shit. Why doesn't anybody say Get Mad with Beyonce has all these writers? I'm not gonna talk about. I mean, Beyonce. people have said that. People. People have said that. I know. I know. No, people have said that. People have <laughs> used funny. that as a justification of why Beck beat her that year was because like look at how much credits Beck's album Beck's album had versus yeah. how many credits Lemonade had. Yeah. So people have used that argument before. Wait, so saying Beck had less credits? Like he didn't have like when you looked at the credits oh, on yeah. uh, uh um Beyonce's Lemonade, yeah, it was yeah. like a million writers versus yeah, like yeah, Beck yeah. was like him and six of the niggas. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So like people were just like that's more grassroots and original versus like, you know, Beyonce on Lemonade like was like grabbing poets like from yeah. everywhere and being like, "Yo, come yeah. on in here." Beyonce, yeah, Beyonce is tight. I mean, shit, I love you know, James Barbie. Blake. I love, yeah, I just James like to, Blake wrote on that album. I like to kind of like get on people's nerves about Beyonce because she's so huge, beloved. Yeah, and I was at uh, Yasmin, Yasmin Watkins is mm-hmm. like very, party. very funny, very funny, funny comedian so and funny. an amazing poet, an amazing poet. Yeah, and, she's uh, been to the White House to read her poetry. Jesus, with Obama there. I, I mean, I would assume so. I, I can't oh, yeah, imagine Donald Trump being like, hey, this queer black fuck? woman, why don't you come through and read some poems? Of course Obama was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. It'd be kind of crazy. If it, okay. It would be wild that Donald Trump was having spoken word That'd poetry. Be wild? I, what do you think I, alt-right spoken word poetry sounds like? like dude, I don't even want to fucking... Uh, <laughs> I pissed in my mouth. I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't there some weird thing? Never mind. I don't know. There's but a you were at Yasmin's uh, full party. Uh yeah um I was and I was I was just like I bet you I'll piss all these people off if I say Beyonce is not as talented as Rihanna and I, everyone was just like no what the fuck and I argued and I was like no Beyonce is not this and this and that because she's a celebrity and all this but, but based off I of fuck with Beyonce, but, but do you think Rihanna's a little bit more talented than Beyonce I, I feel like there's a part of you that really does think of that it's not a part of me that's a oh, big part of me. <laughs> I watched Beyonce grow up, goddammit. I'm entitled to my opinion. Yeah, but you, are you saying you watched Rihanna grow up? Her too. Yeah, but do you think Rihanna's more talented than Beyonce? I kind of, like, do, bro. I think Beyonce's, like, the biggest star, like, ever mm. or something. Beyonce's, like, the biggest celebrity, like, we've ever seen or some shit. Have you seen I, either of them live? Uh, ooh, I really had to think about that. No, I haven't. I've been to a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But no, I haven't. I haven't seen Rihanna. So then you're willing to say that Beyonce is more of a megastar, but like you could see Rihanna and you can see that she works a little bit harder yeah. and she has a little bit more variety. But you're not willing to say that Drake is a megastar that gets all these fans, but that Kendrick Lamar no. it brings a little bit more to the Kendrick table. Kendrick Lamar is overrated, if anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. You think? Do you think Kendrick Lamar is more overrated than Drake? Uh, No. I think Drake has proven it. Drake had to come from, dude, a Canadian actor. Yeah. 
a fucking Canadian actor and that's now true. he's the biggest rapper. That's that crazy. How do you how do you become the greatest rapper aligned with Lil Wayne and go from that's dude, he he worked for it and he's good. You're really it's holding talent, on to bro. this Lil Wayne thing being the standard of great rappers. He is. It's just talent, bro. That's just talent. Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't be beyond Degrassi and fucking be like Degrassi. Yeah. The way you just said that was hilarious. That's how Gerald, that's how Gerald speaks. Yeah. Degrassi, I love it. I was a huge fan of that shit. Uh, yeah, you can't be on Degrassi. Degrassi, I called it Degrassi back in the day. I love that it. show. I still yeah, love that show. I still fuck with Did you show. like the uh, uh, what video was that where he brought them? That was awesome. I, I watched it almost in tears. I loved that video a lot. Manny, all of them. You know that video. That like, video made me. Ve- I mean, I like the part where uh, they're all chasing Rick. Yeah, uh, all his oh, hood boys. Because everyone knows that he was a douchebag. Then he's the one day, who killed. Dude. Who killed us the... about relationships back in the day? Like, hey, man, yeah, about asshole, uh, bro. about domestic, uh, abuse, um, and shit. domestic abuse and also yeah. emotional abuse. Emotional abuse. He was so bad. All right, yeah, that's the show is great. Yeah, but I like when Drake's <laughs> just dancing like I'm upset. I'm getting his tuxedo and shit. <laughs> he's yeah. like in that move. I'm upset. That's what the video is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fire funny video. Yeah, it's so funny, bro. Yeah. It's amazing. So I want to ask you about something, and I'll ask you about it after the break. So, Gerald, people may not know this about you, but I know this about you. You started off as a not a com- comedy rapper, yeah. but a very serious rapper. Yeah. Like you took your rapping very seriously, so seriously. Mm-hmm. And like, your name was, I believe, Wolfman. Yeah, the Wolfman mm-hmm. of the rookies, the Wolfman. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. talk about that, and then talk about like when you. I want to talk about a few things. Yeah. First off, let's talk about what it was like rapping back then, kind of your inspiration. Yeah. And then how that transitioned into like you taking comedy writing a little bit more serious and acting a little bit more serious, and then why you've decided to come back to rap. Yeah, man. So walk us through that journey a little bit. So basically, like, in 2009, 2010, I was Mm -hmm. in college, and I was, like, I was doing theater, you know, or whatever. So you've always been in the acting world, kind of. I've always kind of been a little... Okay, I've always been an actor. Nah, but I was doing theater and all these theater classes, and... Did uh, you like acting? I loved... Yeah, I loved acting, you know, Mm -hmm. it was great, but um, me and my friends who grew up together, we lived in this house... And, um, and we were all, we'd always been rapping like as kids mm-hmm. and during 2009, 2010, it's when like, like DIY rap, that's when it was, it started popping. Yeah. Shoot. Because you know, of like YouTube exactly. and those kind of spaces. Yeah. And MySpace was also allowing you to upload your own music. Exactly. And the way we got started was we uploaded a couple songs. My friend, his name was Calvi. He uploaded this. He went to this studio. My friend from high school had this like. Uh, had a studio in his house and my friend went to record a song and he uploaded on my he uploaded like a couple songs on MySpace and I was like shit let me get in. So anyway, so what really happened is like 2010 and BET released their BET Cypher, their annual Cypher. Yeah. And we were like shit. And at the time my friend had been fucking around with Fruity Loops like the uh the, I mean the, yeah. If who you are right? a young kid who loved hip hop, exactly. I don't care who you are, you, you at one that. point downloaded Fruity Loops and tried to make beats. Gang, gang on that shit. Of course. Yeah. And so he made a Fruity Loops beat and he sampled a Flaming Lips song. like with the On Fruity Loops? So he was talented at yeah, this. Yeah, very talented. I would, I would only yeah. like do like the very simple beats with like the in, yeah. the built-in samples. I wasn't very good at it. Yeah, no doubt. I forget what the song was called, but it was the very beginning where the Flaming Loops, the <laughs> Flaming uh, Lips, they had this really sick-ass just drum like... 
right? So he samples that, and we come out with this uh, song called The Cypher. Mm-hmm. And I spit, you know, this verse. And then we uploaded it to Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it got like, okay, back then, I'm telling you, a thousand views on some shit in like two hours is like, hey, man, I'm That's famous, a bro. That's like, a lot. So we got a thousand views in like fucking two hours. And then the end of the night, we ended up with like 4,000 views. And we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then people started like hitting us up and talking to us. And we're like, yo, guys, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And so we started doing it. And one of my biggest inspirations for rap, of course, Lil Wayne, number mm-hmm. one. But feel me on this. This is another reason why I really got into it is because during that time, Lil Wayne also went to jail. Mm. So I'm like, damn, you know, like rap really changed. And that was a time where rap music like had a dramatic shift, yeah. you know, to this DIY, like really kind of shitty, grimy, like, and uh, my, uh, and, and so a big rapper at the time was Lil B. That's mm-hmm. my like second favorite rapper of, of course, all time. The bass guy. The bass guy. Lil B, the bass guy was coming out with some shit where I was just like, basically really was just like, well, shit, if he could do it and he's doing that, he's talking about bass guy, fuck y'all, uh, and Alan, yeah. I'll, I'll do it's that very shit. grimy, very gritty, exactly. very raw, like you were saying. Exactly. And so I we started to make videos. We started to make one video a week, man. Mm-hmm. Like, we were real serious. We were in the studio, like, three to four times a week, like, really going hard, coming up with ideas for songs and really taking it seriously. And we were, like, on some shit where we were, like, you know, uh, it was four of us, and we were just like, you know what? We can just make videos and not ever perform and be like Daft Punk or something. Or you yeah. know, what I mean, not obviously that it's, it's different, but just be visual, like a visual band. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, man. And um, so then I've heard you reminisce where you've been like, if I had kept at it, yeah, I would probably be something in rap right yeah. now. And especially where you have seen DIY bands, especially DIY collectives, yeah. make it. I mean. Very uh, two very big ones from our generation is probably Odd Future. Yeah, dude. And that was during that time too. Yeah, where they were very. I mean, if you yeah. listen to their old shit, it really sounds like they recorded it on like yeah, a cell phone. Yeah. Uh, and um, I mean, and now Brockhampton, which is another one. Yeah. They were like at least Odd Future was from L.A. These things were from San Marcos, Texas. Oh, I thought they were from Houston. I mean, I, always, I feel like I think. I mean, San Marcos is like. I don't think it's that. No, it's pretty far from Houston, yeah. but. Yeah, they're from like Texas, and like they were able to like come up and like be something. So like, yeah. Why did you give up? And do you still feel that way? That if you had stuck with it, you could totally be like a group right now. Of course, because you 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 know you you in a blink of an eye you look up and it's eight years ago. Mm. That's eight years. If we would have literally released one music video a week, or we would have really just done the grind of doing shows, building our following, just put our fucking heads down, yeah, kept in the studio and kept at it. Yeah, I would be on tour right now. <laughs> Maybe not, you know, the biggest motherfucker alive, but yeah. I'd be fucking eating off of it. Because you have seen people. I mean, yeah. I remember when Mac Miller first, like, I remember when he first dropped this shit, and I was like, oh, fuck, I don't like this at all. But he kept releasing Just it, and he kept it. getting bigger and bigger every time. Macklemore's yeah. another person like that. Like, yeah. I remember Macklemore's first mixtape yeah. and being like, this is whack. Yeah. Lil Wayne has his verse where, or this song called I'll Never Take a Break. Mm. He says, I'll never take a break. I'll never take a break. Is that what he says in the song titled, I'll never take a break? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, man. (laughs) But no, it's just inspiring because it's like he'll never take a break. Yeah. So then what what made you guys stop? Um, Really, honestly, uh, my buddy who was like a really good cinematographer ended up going to USC film school. He was like. And he's now doing something very cool, right? Like what? I mean, no I think I'm. (laughs) (laughs) I think I confused him with someone else. I'm sorry. Oh my, okay. No, yeah, he's. I mean, he's chilling. He's doing. He's doing what he's doing. He's like out here, like doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Uh, like I think he's waiting to hear it back if he like got on as a writer for this film or something. Mm-hmm. Like 
He's chilling. Um, and um, but uh, no, he okay. It's like this. I mean, shit. I even was like, yo, let's chill. Um, so basically, one of my friends who was in the group, it's like a group of four dudes, and one of them really wasn't into it at all. Me and my friend Calvin were like the biggest. We were into it the most, and we stopped because I wanted to focus. Like he wanted to focus on like film shit, and he didn't want to do all the tour shit. And we did like a couple shows, and he saw we were smoking all the weed and the shit and the drinks and the bullshit, and he didn't want to be a part of that. And uh, he just wasn't. His heart wasn't in it. And then me, I was like, well, shit. I mean, you have to really just focus on one thing to make it. And so I was like, I'm just gonna focus on like acting and shit. Mm. So, like, I guess I should stop rapping, you know, whatever. Yeah. I can't be two things or whatever, you know? Do you think that is true? Like, that it's very hard to do? Like, I mean, yeah. it feels that you can't stretch your focus, right? Because I'm currently in that place a little bit yeah. where sometimes I'm just like, am I focusing on one aspect of my career too much where I'm kind of sacrificing other things? Yeah. Or should I have this kind of you know, spaghetti at a wall mentality where I'm just like, I'm going to go yeah. as hard as I can at all of these yeah. and hope one of them sticks. Yeah. Um. I, I see, like, I get torn between that every day because mm -hmm. being a person, you know, I mean, you know, like, that's just multi-talented. It has multiple, like, passions and interests. Mm -hmm. You you do wonder, you're like, fuck, if I was just like, hey, I'm going to write. This is all I'm going to fucking do. I'm going to be yeah. a writer, you know? You do wonder if you would get stronger in other areas, but no, nah, I don't think so. I think you could do everything in each thing that you do. It has to complement each other, and it mm. will complement each other. It will complement that thing because yeah. you get kind of like – it's like – okay, it's like a basketball player or something, right? You're not just going to go and be like, I'm just going to be a shooter. Yeah, but there yeah. are players who are just shooters. That's true, but like Steph Curry. But they're not like, the greatest. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Steph Curry's like, I'm going to go to the gym and do some pull-ups to get my arms stronger for this. I'm going to go to the gym and do this and that, you know, to get better. So I think I... I and he's I, added to his game every exactly. year. I think it's the same thing. Whatever, you know, the thing is that kind of gets us the most, like, money out of the get. You know what I'm saying? Like, that blows us up or whatever, so to speak, when you get that, you, you know what I'm talking about, that thing that... Is about to get us that first big ass check. You feel mm -hmm. me? The motherfucking check where you just I'm balling and getting Gucci and all this shit, <laughs> spending it and all this shit. I'm waiting for that check. Yeah. But whatever check we get, when we get that check, that's gonna be like, oh, it was a culmination of all this work I did in all these areas. Absolutely. Is what I'm saying. So Do you ever feel that you're spreading yourself too thin? Yeah, I feel like that all the time. And I get really scared, but I don't I, I can't stop. Mm. I do. But um, fuck it. I've been trying to ask people about this lately. Uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who listen to, especially because our podcast revolves around entertainment a lot. Yeah. Um, there are people who, like, you know, are living, like, you know, in areas where that's not necessarily an industry that they can join into, and they want to come out here. What's a piece of advice that you'd give to someone like that? Who wants to come out here and yeah. do entertainment? Uh, just, like, um, man, just prepare to uh, just – Shit, I don't man, it's crazy. It's crazy out here, y'all. No, but just 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 do something initially that you like get into an area or a scene that like you have fun. Just just that that allows mm. you to just have fun doing it. Because I was mean Was UCB that scene for you? Yeah. UCB was that scene. It wasn't fucking acting classes and shit. Like mm. that shit was whack, bro. I mean it's not whack, but you learned something, but you aren't you enjoying bro, that like, part dude, of it. I was like, dude, if I have to do this, dude, no. Like I'm not doing this, bro. Like, yeah. Come on, you know it's just not fun. I'm you had a scene comedian, that you could dude. go to and have yeah. and, and, and enjoy it. Yeah, you gotta yeah. find your scene, the thing that allows you to have fun, and just really try to get good and try to like actually like just make money. I mean, don't yeah. you know? Just think of it as a job, like literally think of it as a fucking job. Mm -hmm. It's fun, but 
I mean, I remember how dedicated you were to sketch writing. You used to try to put up a sketch. I think you and I both yeah. tried to put up a sketch at, uh, what yeah. was that called? Bring Your Own Sketch. Bring Your Own Sketch. That's how it, Every yeah. week. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were just doing it because initially it's like fun, you know. It is fun. <laughs> it's fun as fuck. But then after that fourth yeah. or fifth time, we're just like, all right, I'm not the new kid anymore. No one's exactly. just laughing at my stuff. I got to work for it. You got to go hard. Yeah. yeah. And you just learn so much. And you know that like there's someone else that could teach you something. And there are people that are better than you. And now you're a paid writer. Uh. For the most part, baby. Yeah. I, yes, I am actually. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Gerald. Any last words? Any parting words you want to give to anyone? Yo, yo, check this out. There's this streaming service called Project Alpha. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking smelling the beans. I don't care. Smell um, the beans. Um, there's a okay. So the streams. I don't know what the, the names of this are. Very, very vague. But I'll give you this. It's called Project Alpha. The streaming service. Uh, download it, order it, or whatever. It's three ninety nine. I have like a cartoon, like a short form cartoon called Monster Cash coming out on that within like a variety show like an hour-long variety show fuck with it look out for it um it should be coming out in the next like couple months or something i mm-hmm. you know did all the cartoons it's about it's a monster world where every monster wants to be a rapper you know what i'm saying it's lit yeah. i did like five episodes with five songs and or uh, five songs and this is completely whatever. like it's all you like you <sighs> created it you wrote all the songs exactly. you do you do all the voices i did all the voices wow yeah i just it was very short from i got it from uh this artist named Brad Neely. Now we're getting nerdy, but Brad Neely, he did a lot of shit for Super China, Bugs. Illinois. Exactly. Uh, he did yeah. the, is it, they're called the Professor Brothers? The Professor Bros. You fuck, you know that shit. Listen, okay. Gerald, bro, I'm telling you, I'm all okay. about that alt shit, dog. Okay. Don't worry about that was me, bro. My shit. Okay, Don't worry so, about me, yeah, bro. Yeah, all right, so you, you will feel me on this. <laughs> if you feel the Professor Brothers and uh, all, yeah, I, so I got it from him and I was like, if he could do this shit, I could fucking do this. And this yeah, is my shit, so is it bro. animatics the way that that is? Exactly. Okay. It's like that. Um, but mine's a little faster. It's a little, and the, the animation's better. Because Professor Brothers, it's like, yeah. They're essentially pictures where his voice yeah, is happening. Yeah, man. Yeah, and the, and, uh, the drawings look, look better because I actually was like, I'm going to do this detail. Did you draw? Yeah, I drew it yourself? Shit. Yeah. Damn, you yeah, really man. did this shit. Like, you're, you're yeah. almost in a tour on this. Yes, I, I am, dude. I'm trying to get it. Trying to get that DBZ money. Dragon Ball Z. You know <laughs> Cartoon Network, Toonami, all that shit. You know what I mean? I come for all the, I come for all the checks, all right? God damn it. All right, for sure, Daryl. Anything else you want to plug? Where can people find you at? Um, find me on Twitter, Twitter, where I'm tweeting about the Ball Brothers, mm-hmm. the Lakers, or some rap music. What do I think about mixtapes or tweet my own shit? I really do think that your Twitter is one of the only Twitters where I would say this person is truly speaking their mind unfiltered. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real. <laughs> it's real. It's like, I can real. look at some of your tweets. Like, didn't you tweet this week? Like, you, like, tweeted something, and then you corrected your own tweet? I did. Oh, no, yeah, you were like... Just so y'all know, there's no features on uh, whose album was it? Takeoff. Yeah, yeah, there's no features on Takeoff's album. And then yeah. you retweet, you're like, actually, there are features. They just yeah. aren't listed on the track list. I apologize. Yeah, because I listened to it, and the second song had Quavo on the shit. And I was like, hey, Takeoff. <laughs> All right, for sure, Gerald. Yeah. Uh, so, and that's at Gerald Grissetti, right? At Gerald Grissetti, G R I S S E T T E. And then where can they watch your team? Uh, the t- oh, my team is called Thirst Trap. It's every second Wednesday of the month at UCB Sunset in Hollywood mm-hmm. on the in, in the hot the big time, baby. And that's kind of like a Saturday Night Live, right? Like you guys exactly. are writing a whole show a whole every month. Sketch show every single month, mm-hmm. a thirty minute sketch show, like six to seven sketch, well, five to six sketches, mm-hmm. and they're all great. The, the performers are some of the best comedians in fucking LA. Like, and your team is very stacked. Yeah, we're stacked as shit. It's insane. It's we got a lot of talent and we do a lot of stuff and we're very we have a very raw individual you know voice we have a good idea. Oh. Thirst trap. 
thank you so much, T Money, for being on. It's been great having you. It's great seeing an old friend. Don't forget about us, man. Temptations forever. Forever. Or can't curse you forever. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We will be back. <laughs>